Welcome back to The Market is Closed. Good Friday for everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily Bureau Investing Podcast. Hope you had a good day today. Hope you had a great week as well. Week was pretty rocky to start off, wasn't it? All these concerns, ongoing concerns about regional banks. And are they, is this the beginning of a contagion? Is this going to be something that becomes a systemic issue like we had in 2008? If you've been joining us here, been reading our work, you know that we've said, no, this is absolutely not going to be that. And the primary reason is pretty simple. Uh, the housing market, okay? That's the difference, folks, because in 2008, the housing market is what sent the banking system into uh, catch your hair on fire mode. Uh, without a, without a, an imploding housing market, banks would not have been in trouble. So what's the, what's the problem that banks have today? It's certainly not from housing debt. It's not from homeowners that aren't paying their bills. I mean, homeowners, again, we've focused on this a whole lot. It's been one of our primary megatrends for being bullish on the market from the lows of last October. Uh, as I said on Charles Payne's show today, this is a new bull market. And uh, also went off on uh, Fed Chair Jay Powell today some as well. And we'll post that uh, in Monday's uh, VRA letter, probably be on, the, on our, my Twitter account of the weekend as well. But the bigger issue with, with the respect to these regional banks is that how homeowners' credit scores have never been higher. Homeowners' equity in their home has never been higher. Defaults on mortgages have never been lower. Folks, this is a megatrend. It's a long-term bull market megatrend in housing. So the problem is not with a credit-related problem with these banks. That's the key. A lot of people are missing this. And that's, again, on Charles Payne's show today, I said I like the banks here. I haven't liked banks, if you know me. I haven't liked the banks in a very long time, many, many years. They have way too much debt. Way too much commercial real estate, way too many employees. The whole, the whole shebang is, go, is going through a major reorder. I think AI is going to tear the banking system up as we know it. But it's been overdone. The regional banks, you know, have been destroyed here, down sixty percent uh, from the from from the highs of uh, of last year. And this is overdone because there have been some banks that are horribly mismanaged. But the bigger issue, short term, has been this uh, uh, flight of capital. Right. People are so worried that you know their money is not going to be safe, so they're taking their money out of their local regional banks and local banks, and they're moving it to the big major money center banks because who in God's name wants to have to worry again about here comes another 2008? And that's where this administration has been so pathetic. All they had to do was get Yellen, Biden, the whole crew, certainly Jay Powell. Again, as I said on Jay Powell, on, a, on a Charles Payne show today on Fox Business, he should not have a job. He should be replaced. That's what our call has been for a long time. He's a dangerous Fed chairman. And uh, I'm starting to hear other people starting to say similar things now, which is good because he shouldn't have this job. He's focused on all the wrong things, and he gets what he focuses on wrong time. And again, how are regional banks going out of business at the clip they are without anybody seeing it coming? It's the Fed's job to oversee these things. The Fed is the ultimate regulator. And Jay Powell doesn't see it, doesn't see Silicon Valley Bank going under. Mary Daly, by the way, is the uh, president, CEO of the San Francisco uh, federal, the branch of San Francisco uh, federal, federal Reserve. Mary Daly, why does she still have a job? All of these branches that have failed, all these banks that have failed are in California. They're all under her purview. This is one of the states that she oversees. And uh, my God, you know, they're so worried about being woke. You know, and that really is it. If you read the San Francisco Fed's website, it's all about equity 
and and, and diversity and uh, wokeness. It's just sickening. It really is. It's, what does this have to do with banking? What does it have to do with bank regulation? Nothing. Silicon Valley Bank, First Republic, gone, right? Um, now, there was one in, in New York that fell, but then PacWest almost went there yesterday. And now they had a big rally today, but the point is Mary Daly shouldn't have a job. Jay Powell shouldn't have a job because he, the buck should stop with him. We've had inflation out of control because Jay Powell did not see it coming. Anyway, we go on and on. Tyler's done a really good job of, of, of covering this. But the point is, the housing market today is rock solid. This is a long-term megatrend bull market. The banking system is fine. There's not going to be, in our view, not anywhere close to a systemic crisis. But they have. There's a. There's a. There's a capital flight. The administration refuses to uh, address that, which they could easily do with some of the policies we had in place during 2008 to to re- reassure people that your money's safe. You can make payroll. Right, you can have your savings accounts that are over two hundred fifty thousand and not worry about it. But they refuse to do it. Uh, maybe it's because J- J- uh, Jamie Dimon at J.P. Morgan is salivating. Right, he loves this because he's getting more and more deposits. I mean, the big, uh, yeah, it's too big to fail. Of course, forever has been too big to jail, and now it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And maybe that's the plan all along. It probably makes more sense. Follow the money, right? That makes more sense than anything else we're seeing right now. Um, but the markets really rallied sharply today on this April jobs peak. Payrolls increased 253,000 jobs uh, in the month of April. Beating estimates handily, uh, but which were came in at 180,000 was the estimate. And the, uh, But there were revisions in previous months, revisions in both uh, uh, March and February revisions by a total of almost, uh, what is this, 150,000 jobs uh, that were not that were not created in those few months combined. So that made this report look a little soft. But folks, when you have an un- unemployment rate of 3.4%, uh, when the estimate is 3.6%, this is the lowest unemployment rate since 1969. The economy is in good shape. Okay? Wages are still growing. Wages now growing at an annualized rate of 4.4%. If you're wondering how the, the, the system, the economy is holding up, with all this inflation, there's your answer. We are seeing wage growth. There is an upside to inflation. And yeah, we are seeing the upside to inflation. But I think there's something else happening here uh, with this, uh, with, with, with the, the big move higher today uh, in the market. It's just a monster move higher. I think what it is is this. The markets know that Jay Powell is now a deer in the headlights. He is scared to death. His, his regional bank failures are probably going to cost him his job. I wouldn't be surprised to see him you know, get a job, teaching job at Harvard or something in the near future and just say he's moving on for personal reasons or whatever because he's done that horribly a job. But the, the Fed now is scared because they know they're under the microscope because they missed this regional bank uh, collapse altogether. That's their job. So they're going to err on the side of being overly dovish. That's what the market's telling you with this move higher. I think it's significant. I think the Fed is done, done, done. They should have been done, done, done hiking already. They should not, we, we've been saying it for months. Huge mistake, another policy here by this ridiculously out of touch Federal Reserve. They see the data before anybody and they get this shit wrong time and time and time again, which means it's not an accident. Right? There's no way. There's just no way it's an accident. But somebody, somebody, somebody's head's got to roll for this 
I I I, I nominate Jay Powell for that uh, for that uh, for that honor. Um, <clears throat> but again, Dow Jones today up five forty six, just finishing just off the lows. Big day today, up one point six percent. S P one hundred up one point eight percent, big up big seventy five points. Uh, uh, Nasdaq up a monster two point two percent. 269 points. Russ 2000 led the way up 2.39%. That's very good to see. And the semis today also very strong, up just over 2%. So, but again, we barely finished the gains in NASDAQ this week. Dow Jones finished lower. S300, the, the, this was not, this. we finished on a great note, but it was not a great week, again, because of the regional bank issue. So something's got to be done there with this Federal Reserve that is completely out of touch. Um, when the Fed stops hiking and they're done, the markets take off. Here's what we know from the last five times. This goes back to 1995. The last five times the Federal Reserve stopped hiking. In the next three months, the S&P 100 was up three eight uh, percent on average. Over the next year, the average gain was twenty one percent. So, we again we have so many bullish pieces of analytics that tell us this is a good time to be in the market. As you know, we've been long and strong for some time. Uh, we think the smart money move is to continue buying the dip uh, because we think the dips will be will be a pretty a few and far between. Um, all right, let's go to the uh, internals today. Good internals. I'm going to run a quick refresh here because I want to see. We're right on the on the edge of having a 90% up volume day. Just one sec. No, just missed it. 88.5% uh, on the MYSE, 88.5% up volume day. We did not get a buy signal, which comes in at 90% up volume day in MYSE. Still very, very good. Uh, NASDAQ came in 83% up volume day, also very strong. Uh, the NASDAQ today advanced decline 5 to 1, positive advanced decline in MYSE. NASDAQ, uh, what is it, better than 3 to 1 positive. A very good days here, technically speaking, uh, from the internals, the foundational strength of the market. Also, 52-week lows, NASDAQ had more 52-week lows than highs, only by about 40 issues, but still, that's odd. And NYSE came in with a, uh, a negative as well, down, down just one. Uh, 49 stocks in a new 52-week low to 48, hitting a new 52-week high. Odd, uh, odd, odd readings there. In our uh, sector watch today, we had uh, all 11 sectors finish higher, led the upside by energy up 2.7%, tech up 2.7%, financials up 2.4%, again, across the board, all 11 sectors higher. And a commodity watch today. Again, on the strong jobs data today, gold had some of the wind knocked out of its sell, down 1.5%, down $30 an ounce at 20, excuse me, $2,025 an ounce. Silver down 29 cents an ounce at $25.93 an ounce. Copper. Uh, up three cents a pound at three eighty nine a pound, and crude oil big day here, up uh, two dollars eighty three cents a barrel at seventy one thirty eight a barrel, and finally on the day, Bitcoin up six twenty four at twenty nine thousand five hundred. Folks, always appreciate you listening. Hope you had a great day. Hope you have an even better weekend. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.